I cannot believe Thirsty Merck have now been going 15 years. Ray Thistlethwaite. Hello, mate. How are you, mate? Good to talk to you. Yeah, not bad, mate. This uh, tour of yours, uh, I tell you what, you're going everywhere. I notice on Thursday that you are going to be in Brisbane and they're going to be in Casino in New South Wales. You're sort of like Cap City out the back of nowhere, Cap City out the back of nowhere. Yeah, we're doing a lot of metropolitan, uh, but as always, we've got a huge amount of regional stuff. Um, obviously, we're uh, heading to the Prince of Wales in Bunbury. On Friday night, I know. That's going to be a great gig, mate. It's a nice, intimate little venue, that one. It's not too big, and uh, it's going to go down to treat. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, it should be good. We used to play there uh, quite often. I think last time we were anywhere south of Perth, we were playing in... Uh, well, we do Mandurah a lot, but we were down in... Uh, oh, now, is it Dunsborough? Yeah, Dunsborough, yep. Yeah, Dunsborough Tavern. We so, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, we'll be back at the Prince of Wales on Friday and doing our thing. All right then, and then on uh, Sunday, if anybody's sort of heading towards Perth on Sunday, it's the uh, the Kickstart Summer Concert, and you'll be uh, in, involved in that with uh, Jimmy Barnsey and Moss and Daryl Braithwaite on stage at Ascot Racecourse as well. So you're going to be a busy couple of days. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a big one. In between those, actually, we're also doing uh, a fantastic charity event for Ronald McDonald House. Uh, it is a private event, but yeah. um, I believe we're going to be visiting Princess Margaret. Yeah, Princess Hospital. Margaret Hospital for Children, yeah, in Perth, yep, for sure. They're amazing. Looking forward to a huge weekend. Yeah, it is going to be a busy weekend. I remember reading an interview earlier on this year or something where you reckon uh, it's not real special to have possessions. You're not big on having possessions. Tell me the story there. Well, look, when you move around as much as I do, you find that whenever you have something, you've then got to put it somewhere and... You know, the touring thing means that, you know, you've got to keep things light. Um, and it's also just that the world's a bit obsessed with the sort of consumerist thing, I think, these days, especially the Western world. And, um, you know, I've, I've been in, in throes of buying too much music gear and wanting to have a nice car and all the sort of stuff um, to the point of overloading, you know, a room full of stuff, uh, only to have to clear it out later on and... And at this point in my life, I I think that it's more about getting a, uh, you know, a, a balance, and I'm I'm trying to do that. And uh, I'm just I have to think so portably these days. You know, I'm yeah. in between Los Angeles, Sydney. Uh, Melbourne, Albury, all sorts of other places. So It's actually quite cathartic when you start getting rid of stuff. I've sort of been doing a bit of that this year. Got rid of the kayak, a couple of motorcycles, a bit of this, a bit of fishing gear, a bit of that. Bit of It's actually quite good to sort of let stuff go, really. It really is. I mean, when you're there, you know, with whatever you need to sleep, whatever you need to get through the day, and, and you get that sort of sense of adventure about you, it actually becomes a little bit addictive, you know. Like, I only need what I've got on me right now, and you know, I can make things happen with a phone and a laptop and I can basically work from anywhere these days. And yeah, it's good. And, you know, getting rid of stuff's pretty easy too with eBay and, mm. and uh, Gumtree and all Gumtree. that. Gumtree. Yeah, Gumtree. That's, a, that's my favourite little effort too. Anyway, mm. we'll see you uh, work your magic at the uh, the Prince of Wales on Friday night with the boys there and uh, Thirsty Merck. And if you want to get along there, I'm sure you'll, it's going to be a fantastic show. And uh, you can pick up your tickets through Oddstix. Ray, good to talk to you, mate. Have a safe trip and enjoy the tour. You too, Blackers. Talk to you soon. They left the Bustledon Bowling Club there Saturday week and they headed across to Tasmania. Ross Scott is on the Black Dog Ride. Hello, mate. Hello, Blackers. You're in Hobart, finally. We are indeed. 
and uh, we've had a pretty good run all the way across the Bustleton. There were very few minor hiccups, which is great. Right. What sort of minor hiccups did you have? A couple of flats uh, or something? Or? Well, we had a couple. We had four bikes on the trailer uh, in the entire ride. Uh, none of them were serious. There was a uh, one at the beginning of the ride. There was a, a gentleman who was a bit ill. So, and then there was another one from Esperance. And yep. Once again, a bit of yeah, illness, okay. and he caught up. Uh, a third one broke a chain. And the fourth one um, was a Harley and the water pump packed up. <laughs> I was going to ask how many Harleys made up that four. I knew there'd be at least one. <laughs> Only one. <laughs> anyway, we unloaded that this morning in yep. a workshop in Hobart, and they're working on it right now while we speak, and uh, hopefully they can, they can get him back on the road. How was the uh, trip across to Tasmania, mate, from Melbourne? Oh, I did the night ferry trip across, and uh, it was very uneventful. As far as I'm concerned, it was very smooth. And uh, yeah, it's a great ferry to go on. Um, it's it's you know a very a very very modern ferry. Uh, everything's there. It's uh, it's everything you want there. It's great. Yeah. Now the Black Dock ride. It's all to raise awareness and uh, donations to uh, you know men's health, men's mental health, and suicide prevention and stuff like that. And the ride was uh, you know people were coming from all over Australia. How many bikes actually got to Hobart from all over the country, mate? How many are there? About 300. We've got bikes from all over all over Australia, Queensland, New South Wales, Victoria, Northern Territory, South Australia, and some from Tasmania. And they're all here. And actually, we've got a farewell dinner. And, uh, you know, after that, everybody's on their own. And but, they just yeah. make their way back to wherever they're going and yeah, in their so own time. People, people are doing all sorts of things. They're going, some are touring Tasmania, some are touring the east coast of Australia. Some are flying back, putting their bikes on the transporters and flying back. I'm driving back, of course. I've got no option. I'm, I can't get my vehicle on a transporter, but uh, that's okay. I don't mind that. So, yeah, no, it's all gone well. And um, um, as far as I know, I think Australia-wide, there was no serious incidents whatsoever, which is a great record. Ross Scott, who uh, has done a lot to uh, get this happening, the Black Dock ride out of WA. Mate, you've done a great job. Have a really safe trip back, and it's been good to know that it's been a success. Oh, thank you, Blackness. On behalf of Black Dog Ride... I want to thank Triple M for the tremendous support that they've given us for this ride. It's been absolutely fantastic. And it's people like you that, that make this work. And I want to say thank you once again. Mate, it's great to talk to you. Have a safe trip. Thanks, Packers. We'll see you when we get back. We interrupt this program to bring you a special news bulletin. From the inside cover, over at the West Australian, it's Ben O'Shea. Oh, yes. Very good morning, mate. How you doing? G'day, mate. How are you? Not bad, not bad at all. Big day yesterday for you, or did you work as usual? Yeah, stuck in the office. They had a they had a, a little bit of a chicken treat and salads and stuff like that, and I popped a couple of bottles of champers. Oh, that's uh, right. But that was about it. How yeah, about that, you? Yeah, but pretty well the same, actually. We did some barbecue chicken, a bit of salad, and I had a couple of glasses of orange juice and whatever. But, uh, yeah, I was very, very lucky for the first time ever. I picked up, uh, I put $10 each way after Darren McCauley said, oh, a bit of an outside chance rekindled. So I went, oh, okay, what the hell? So oh, I did, I and I picked up $182. I was absolutely gobsmacked. Yeah, better than a poke in the eye with a sharp yeah, stick. Yeah, or even a blunt one. <laughs> what's what's going on up there in Inside Cover? Well, the uh, there was the Asia Pacific Regional Conference happened in Perth over the weekend at the Crown Complex. Uh, it was designed to sort of foster cooperation between Germany, Australia, and the broader Asia region. Uh, politicians from Germany, uh, the PM from Australia, and and most of his cabinet uh, were at the conference, as well as a bunch of uh, business leaders. Uh, and quite a few stories started to emerge as the weekend went on, yeah. uh, starting with uh, Mark McGowan, who gave a speech. 
Beach, our premier, uh, uh, at the opening event. And he, he told a story about how he went to uh, the Berlin Zoo uh, in the middle of this year. Uh, and he's with his family for his 50th birthday. They went to look at the new panda enclosure, but it was closed at the time. Mm. Uh, and so they went off to look at the mountain goats or something like that. And uh, while looking at the mountain goats, he peered across the panda enclosure and saw German Chancellor Angela Merkel with, uh, with uh, the Chinese president, uh, Xi Jinping, uh, standing there looking at the, uh, the $10 million panda enclosure and the pandas that were just donated by China to, to Germany. Uh, and McGowan said, oh, I'm just going to give him a bit of a wave. Uh, standing there in his T-shirt and <laughs> shorts and, and stubbies and thongs. Uh, yeah. And they've turned around and looked at him and thought, oh, who's this strange bloke? And sort of giving him a wave back. Amazing. And, yeah, fantastic. Yeah, hi, hi Angela, hi, it's me. Hi, yeah. it's me. <laughs> exactly. In his double pluggers. Uh, and then the other story that I liked was uh, was uh, someone who happened to be in the men's room and noticed that uh, Malcolm Turnbull was standing behind them in the queue for the urinal. Oh, dear. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, you might be wondering what this I'd is. I'd have What do you want? <laughs> uh, can you believe? In the, while he was waiting for the for the urinal, uh, a bloke has you come up to shake to, hands. <laughs> Malcolm Turnbull has said, "Oh, can, I, can we pose for a selfie?" Uh, and Malcolm, Malcolm Turnbull sort of thought about this for a moment and said, oh, "I think we better take this outside." <laughs> Pose for a selfie. Yeah, that'll be that'll be He's right. He's a wise man. I know. All right, mate. Thank you very much. You have a good week, and I'll catch you next week. All right, sounds good. <laughs>